0: This is the old show feed for the LGBTQ podcast that gives you news and views from a Not Straight perspective. We took the eighth out of the name, so the podcast was renamed Not Straightcast," all spelled out as of episode 32. The last episode on this old feed is episode 35. Episode 36 and beyond are now located on the new feed. All the links are located on our website, notstraightcast.com or you can search for Not Straight Cast in your favorite podcast app. Also visit notstraightworld.com for links to all of our websites. Want to support Not Straight Cast? Visit the notstraightcast.com store where you can get a Not Straight Cast t-shirt, hat, bag, coffee mug, and much, much more. Along with getting some snazzy merchandise, your purchase in the notstraightcast.com forward slash store also helps support the show. Once again, that's notstraightcast.com forward slash store.
1: This is Not Straight Cast with Jason Bailey and Joe Krydok.
0: Welcome to Not Straight Cast for April 22nd, 2021. We're the show that gives you the news and views from a not straight perspective. I'm Joe.
1: And I'm Jason. Joe, how you doing? We didn't even see each other this weekend. It was weird.
0: I know. Yeah, we did see each other during the week though, right? Yeah, we did. Yeah. I, I try uh, to remember because my whole entire last week has just me been me trying to recover. Yeah. And the day I did see you, which I believe was Wednesday, was the first day I was actually feeling human again yeah so
1: but um yeah
0: so it was, uh, it was
1: wonderful i got a little bit used to seeing you on the weekends right i uh, we had gone out for a couple weekends in a row over to p-town bar and uh, then on wednesday we were going to grab a bite to eat at uh the really good place near my my house to sorrows well that didn't work out too well did it huh (laughs) (laughs) no it didn't i we we get over there and it turns out they're only open thursday through the weekend uh so we were a day early and then we decided we were going to try another place up the street and they were closed it it was dinner time it was like 5 p.m it's like what why is everybody closed at dinner time yeah, we were striking out left and right, and
0: like at that point, I'm just like, okay, I just need to eat somewhere. Yeah, I don't care where you pick; it could be the toilet.
1: I don't care. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, and then I was like, you know what? There's this really good Indian buffet about a mile away. <laughs> I I looked at their Facebook I know page. What's gonna happen next year. yeah. Yeah, <laughs> so I'm laughing. I lo- I looked at their Facebook page, and their most recent post was about how their buffet was reopened. So we get over there. And there's no buffet. And so I look back at the post, and the post was from January. Whoops. And also, too,
0: there was a lot like that place looked different than what I remembered. I didn't mention this to you there, but there was a lot of beer coolers and a lot of beer.
1: Yeah, those beer coolers were where the buffet used to be. So what I'm wondering
0: here is, is that if they maybe changed their business model a little bit and then decided, hey, we're going to sell shit ton of uh, to-go beer and slushies instead of uh, serving food
1: you know, I wouldn't blame them because during the pandemic, that was probably a smart move. You couldn't have buffets open like legally. It was, it was uh, mandated that you couldn't. Right. Yeah. I, uh, so all, all you can eat buffets were closed and everybody was sitting at home, drinking their cares away. So that would actually be a pretty smart move to replace the buffet with more to go alcohol, but their sign says all India buffet. So they're going to have to get that changed.
0: can be all India beer. <laughs>
1: Yeah, all <laughs> India beer beer, beer beer and slushies to go. Yeah, yeah beer and adult <laughs> slushies to go. Right. Yeah. <laughs> oh uh, man. So you've been you've been busy this week. I You updated the website. We've got a a brand new logo, uh, which I would love to hear what people think about that. You created a Discord server. There's a lot going on if you want to talk about that.
0: Well, with the logos, I mean, basically, the problem I saw that we were running into is that literally everything on our pages were just big blocks of gray. I felt like we were underneath a cloud. We needed a rainbow. (laughs) So yeah, it's the same exact logo. It just has a different background. I love it. I love yeah. it. I love it. Yeah, it's uh, going to change up every once in a while, too. You know, I mean, hey, you know, it's still going to sure. be the same logo. You know, it just, you know, needs to change along with the seasons and everything. And we're coming sure. up towards pride here. So why not a rainbow?
1: Absolutely. I think it looks really good. I, I like the way that it looks. I love the way that it looks, particularly on our website, notstraightcast.com. I it just I don't know it just brightens up that website
0: yeah I, I agree it's you know it's, yeah. it just looks a hell of a lot better as far as I'm concerned
1: yeah I agree and you also created a discord server
0: I did yes and um well you were a lot of help there because I'll be honest as one of those out of touch people
1: <laughs> I know nothing
0: about discord so
1: gotcha you know. well, <laughs> so actually benefits- that's my first time getting on the discord Oh, I I love Discord. I actually run... Uh, a couple of different Discord communities, and I, I participate in many others. So, for those of you listening, uh, you may be wondering, you know, why would why would we need a Discord? What is Discord? The benefit to Discord is it's sort of like uh, it's a, it's a chat room with different channels, and it gives people the opportunity to interact in real time instead of just liking a post or commenting on a post. You could jump in there and make suggestions about topics that you would want to hear us discuss or you could uh, discuss the topics that we've had on our shows together with other people. It's a nice place to go and just sort of uh, escape from other social media. You don't have to use your real name Uh, Your email address isn't shown. So unlike Facebook uh, and, you know, Twitter and and other things like that, which may be tied to your own personal information, this is just a screen name. It's a place to just go and chat uh, without getting a bunch of friend requests or scam messages, you know, things like that.
0: Yeah, and also, too, um, it's free. It's actually linked off of our website, notstreetcast.com. Mm -hmm. As Jason mentioned earlier, and um, if you're a patron, you also get access to an extra channel, but um, it's fairly new. So, you know, it's kind of one of those communities where it's kind of like you need to get it started. So definitely please join.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, We'll Uh, definitely chat with you. Yeah. With that being said, uh, it was just created and this is the very first time we're mentioning it. It's a little empty right now. (laughs) We haven't posted on Facebook about it yet. We haven't posted on Twitter about it yet. We haven't mentioned it in any of our our other podcasts. So this is the first time it's being mentioned.
0: Yeah. And why not? You know, just that our social community there that join and it's free. Hey.
1: Yeah. Absolutely. And and,
0: and I've been playing around with it during the week and it's pretty cool, actually. Um, Yeah. Like I was thinking that like we ever do like our bonus stuff for um, our Patreons. So I I feel like I'm doing one big long ad here, by the way, and I'm sorry about that, folks. So so our uh, patrons, we have uh, live Q and As and AMAs and stuff like that, like anybody actually wants to hear about what's going on with us, like we don't already tell you. I know Um, we we tell you everything. Uh, We're we're pretty damn open. Yeah. Um. And uh, yeah, so we can do them in uh, Discord or however else uh, we decide to do them there. But that's like another option there. It's pretty
1: cool. Yeah. Well, you know. A long, long time ago, way, way, way back when we were young, you know, we had uh, AOL Instant Messenger and chat rooms, online chat rooms and uh, things like that. And those things sort of uh, went away for a while. But Discord is something that is extremely popular right now and many communities, many brands build communities around themselves on Discord. And it just feels kind of like a nice... Throwback to like a bygone era uh, mm-hmm. when chat rooms were a thing.
0: Yeah, there's actually, um, I'm not sure if you ever heard of Twit This Week in Tech, Leo Laporte. Mm-hmm. Um, his network actually just launched something called Club Twit, which okay. has Discord privileges as part oh, of that nice. membership. Yeah. It's $7 a month, though. Oh, my God. Oh, I'm not paying $7 a month for that. I mean, like there's people apparently who are, so that love Leo that much, but you know, well, I mean, I, I of course, guess this I is can't... the same person who's whipping her, their peep out on
1: their live feed, So. Well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, that, that makes it a little bit more worth the $7. Right. But, <laughs> but so anyway, speaking of throwbacks and bygone eras and, and whatnot, I, we were taking a look at this site called gay bar archive or gay bar archives. Yes. Yeah, I understand that that's how you say it, but every time you and I discussed it, I kept typing out gay bar archives. I don't know why, but it's not, it's gay So it's gay archives with a B in front of the <clears throat> A in archives. So keep yeah. in mind. Yes. <laughs> so what this site does is uh, they've sort of, they're sort of gathering a collection of information about all of the, quote, gay bars around the country that uh, that have closed down. Uh, mm-hmm. Have you taken a good look at the site, Joe? What do you think?
0: I have. Yeah, I was looking at the Pittsburgh section particularly, because obviously we're from Pittsburgh. And uh, they have uh, T-shirts for the Eagle, Pegasus, Holiday. Oh, yeah. Zacks, New York, New York. Avenue, New York, New York. Actually, I, I want to get that New York, New York shirt. I'm thinking about it. Yeah. Which is now 5801, actually. So technically it hasn't disappeared. just changed its name
1: gotcha speaking so, of which did you did you ever find out if element is reopening ever element i believe now is closed oh so, wow yeah so i'm not <laughs> sure
0: exactly what happened there we'll have to find out here and uh yeah we'll we'll see yeah uh, because we had a little uh, thing there going on where i was pissing on facebook asking people if these bars had reopened or not and um yeah we only got kind of confirmation but not actually you know anything official The weird thing is, is that nobody updates their social media when they close down. And so it's like, you think they're still open yet. They're not, you know, it's really strange why you would not think to just tell people, Hey, don't come down here.
1: It's, it's very similar to all India. They hadn't updated their social media. So I thought they still had a buffet and, and we went there. If a business doesn't update their social media how are they to expect patrons to know what's going on?
0: So getting back to the gay bar archives, what's interesting here is that on the website, they say to date we have commemorated more than 1,300 bars and nightclubs from 49 states in the U.S., along with several in Canada and
1: Europe. Oh, wow.
0: So, Jason, how many states are there?
1: Uh... I, I don't know. I don't. I, I don't know what the question is. I zoned out a how, little bit. How many states are there in the U.S.? <laughs> there's 51, right?
0: 51. What What are you counting as the 51 or 50?
1: Yeah. yeah never thanks, mind. Shut up.
0: I didn't, I didn't expect you to answer that wrong. Well, I mean, <laughs>
1: I, we've got some. we got some other territories and whatnot that aren't states. But anyway, go yeah, ahead. They're not states, but
0: <laughs> anyways. So there's 50 states. Okay. Which state has never had a
1: gay bar? Ooh. Is it Utah? No. Is it, con- it's not Kentucky. No. Uh, Washington State? No, it's Wyoming. Oh, I was getting close. Not not <laughs> at all close, but I would have guessed it within the next 40-something guesses.
0: So keep in mind is that Wyoming only has a population of 580,000. Okay. So give you an idea just to put that in perspective here. Pittsburgh itself, just the city of Pittsburgh, is a little over 300000 okay? Yeah. Allegheny County, just our one county, $1.2 Yeah. So, yeah, I found that to be very interesting. I learned that from uh, the Gabe Archives website, actually. Oh, wow. What's interesting, though, is that Wyoming was the first state to grant women the right, not only to vote, but to own property and hold office. It elected the nation's first female governor. It ratified the Equal Rights Amendment in 1973, long before anybody else did. It was the forefront of a trend in the 1970s to repeal sodomy laws. In the 1990s, more than 70% of its voters rejected anti-abortion initiatives. Oh, so wow. They're not a like backwards, non-progressive state. They do have a pretty well-thriving gay community in the bigger cities in Wyoming. Okay. They have pride parades and everything just no bar it's really odd huh that's weird what's kind of even more sad is is that there's now two states that have no gay bars now you already know the one Wyoming right yes and North Dakota now has no gay
1: bars they used to have one that's weird yeah so things you didn't know huh that's not even like super far from here like you you go through North Dakota on your way to Florida really you do I I believe that we went through North Dakota Didn't we? So when I was little. North Carolina, you go through to get to Florida. Oh, that's right. And then there's south of the border in between the Carolinas. Mm-hmm. That was always fun to stop You miss made me spit out my coffee. You know, so Maybe. I switched to decaf. Yeah, and did uh,
0: you forget geography when you did that? Or? And I,
1: I've I've only I've only been uh, I've only been awake for like an hour and a half, and I've, oh, I've okay. no caffeine today. So the the listeners of this podcast are going to think that I'm so stupid. First, I can't no, remember geez, how old that I am. You're actually very smart. So I'm just like like the stuff
0: that's coming out your mouth today. I'm just kind of like.
1: First, I can't remember how old I am. Last right? episode, and now this episode, I forget whether or not uh, whether or not any of those extra territories ever became states. I. And then I think that uh, North and South Dakota are where North and South Carolina are.
0: <laughs> well, don't feel too bad because Barack Obama, I think, made the same mistake while he was on the campaign trail. So, <laughs> you know, and he's a very smart man. So, you know, feel free to put yourself in yeah. that range. There are people anyways. Oh, my God. People are going to think I'm drunk. So here's another piece of trivia for you. Completely unrelated to all this here. Okay. But I'll give you a hint here. It has to do with where I used to live many, many years ago, back in the late nineties. Okay. Okay. What is the largest city in the lower 48? So not Alaska or Hawaii. Okay. The largest city, like like physically, like largest city by land Hmm. area is, and you said lower. Yeah.
1: In the lower 48 states. Okay. So I would say, yeah, and I'll give you another hint. It's in Florida. Oh, because I was just about to say Houston, Texas.
0: No, it's definitely not Houston. I mean, that wouldn't be a bad guess. I mean, Texas is a pretty big state after all. So would it be Miami then? No. Think farther north. Jacksonville? Yes. 840 square miles. Oh, wow. That's crazy. It's pretty much just about all of Duval County, which is the county in which Jacksonville is in. Yeah. Yeah, so... I wouldn't recommend visiting there, but still, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, we also uh, got some letters here.
1: Oh yeah. so before we get into the news, we got we got a letter.
0: Letters, oh, we get letters. We get your letters every
1: day. Ooh, it's a catchy song. I haven't heard yeah. this one yet. So, <laughs> our letters from Wayne uh, Brittier from Jasper, Alabama. <laughs> Jasper, Alabama. Uh, it reads, Jason, I'm a drunk, and I know when people are drunk. I think that Joe was drunk and slurring his words during the Leather Guy episode. Can you confirm this? Your biggest fan, Wayne. P.S. I love you. What? <laughs> well, you seemed kind of out of it on that episode. You You also seem like you're slurring your words a lot lately. I, I really don't think so. No. Uh-uh. Well i have proof here is a clip from that episode
0: do you remember those nice guys we met at the bar yes they were so nice yes uh the leather guy i think he wanted to go home with me yes and i'm like no, I'm too drunk to go home with you. I wouldn't be able to perform properly. Yes. Well, I don't remember this, nor would I ever say would wouldn't be able to perform properly, whatever the hell that means, to a hot
1: guy, or even on the podcast, you know? Well, I think you did. Go back and listen. You just heard it.
0: Uh, okay, fine. Fine, fine, fine. Let's get started with the news. Seriously, what the hell? Oh my
1: god. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We're so dumb. (laughs) We are.
0: (laughs) Now there's a story behind that, and it has to do with uh, me and microphones, so... I've, I've noticed uh, my voice doesn't sound quite the way I want it to sound, nor I do, do I think I sound right with these microphones I've been using recently. So, needless to say, um, I'm on microphone number three right now, and I just ordered microphone number four. <laughs> so, I have a nice selection of microphones now. So, if you ever need a microphone, a high-end microphone, let me know. I probably could loan you one. Yeah, you've, got, Anyways, you've got some extra. Yeah. Let's really get started with the news. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, in that case, the Republican state lawmakers push a wave of bills targeting transgender youth. Hmm. So, Jason, as you know, we've talked about this on the show for the past few weeks here. Arkansas became the first state in the nation to bar physicians from providing gender-affirming treatment to transgender minors after the GOP-controlled legislature overrode Governor Asa Hutchison's veto of the measure. Right. That's one of those things I slurred last week. I'm like, Asa Hutchison? That's a hard name to pronounce. (laughs) Yeah, it is. And so, according to the U.S. News & World Report, this is just one of a record number of bills introduced by Republican state lawmakers this year targeting transgender people as the GOP seizes on transgender rights as a cultural wedge issue. Yeah. So, I mean, like, I've, I've been seeing cartoons about this here, and um, there was one, it was like January, February, March, April, May, and like every month up till mm-hmm. November, gun control, gun control, gun control. Um, and then December is like GOP. Oh, let's focus on transgender folks playing sports. Yeah. Seriously. It's like you do everything to possibly distract everybody else from the actual real issues that are going on. Right. And focus on something that really does not affect anybody.
1: Yeah. It's it's ridiculous. I I think they're just, they're being poopy pants and. They're just going all out.
0: Yeah, so basically it's fallen into two buckets here. So many of the bills aimed the bar transgender girls from participating in women's athletics as the Republicans' political angle to brand themselves as the defenders of women's sports. More than a dozen other measures seek to bar transgender children from gender-affirming care and in some cases criminalize the treatments. If you remember from like 2016, 2018, they introduced a bunch of bills, especially in North Carolina, the bathroom bill. Remember that?
1: Yeah, that's, uh, that was a big one.
0: Yeah, and that really screwed North Carolina because a bunch of uh, companies, events and everything like that, they moved their business out of the state because right. of that. And what's interesting, though, too, is, is that if you look at polls for this, an overwhelming majority of people do not support these bills. Yet the Republican lawmakers are just being like, you know we're going to ram this through no matter what.
1: Huh, that's yeah. that's ridiculous. I...
0: What's also, too, is that the North Carolina measure um, it would also compel state employees to immediately inform a minor's parents if they display gender nonconformity or otherwise demonstrates the desire to be treated in a manner incongruent with their sex.
1: Wait, really? Yeah, so basically like, so what can in school? The kids. Yeah. So like a kid's like a little boy in school starts acting a little bit effeminate and the principal's gonna call your mom. Right. Yeah. But
0: <laughs> it sounds like here, doesn't it?
1: Right. Oh, I would have had, yeah. I would have had, my mother would have gotten so many phone calls. I walked around with a limp wrist until I was 10.
0: That surprises me. But I mean,
1: yeah. You know, a limp know, wrist. Right?
0: Was it like your, your wrist was actually like,
1: were you in trouble with a wrist or? No, like I would walk around with like little gay boys do with like my, my elbow down at my side and my arm up and my hand down. Like,
0: were you talking, you know, in an effeminate manner too? A little well? bit, yeah. You, like, making, you know, very smart, wise, crackful quips, <laughs> whatever the <laughs> hell I just said there.
1: No, it was mostly whenever I was like running around and whatnot. I I was the gayest runner. I ran around, uh, I don't know. It's, it's difficult to explain. Well, you were still <laughs> valid, okay? Yeah. And you were
0: loved. So I just wanted to let you know that.
1: Yay! <laughs>
0: right yeah hopefully here the transgender stuff is just a minor blip you know because i mean we've had the same thing happen in a sense there with gay marriage where all these laws were passed and all of a sudden things kind of right well so the direction there
1: they just the republicans introduced the measure uh right so did you say that this was at a state or federal level is this going to have to go through the the house and the senate and all of that
0: no, it's these got introduced on a state level. So kind of like how gay uh, marriage occurred there is that these got passed and people started going to court about these things and they got gotcha. to the Supreme Court. You know, so I'm thinking here it's going to be a situation where we're probably going to see the same thing again. You know, it's going to end up basically being codified into federal law that, you know, yeah, these types of laws are unconstitutional. Yeah. I mean, it, it just pretty much, we're going to do anything to distract from actual real issues like gun control. Yeah. Christ's sakes. How many people keep have had to keep being shot before, you know, they do something about that. You know, I
1: I know. Right. I don't want to go off on a full tangent about gun control, but I was watching a video of people from other countries. uh, Their reaction to our, school shooting public service announcements, they were just like, why are people allowed to have guns in this country? We're not allowed to have them in our country. And this never happens.
0: <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, but you know, that's whole entire thing. The United States is that you have the second amendment, you know? Yeah. And thus, in that case, there that's where the whole entire debate in lies.
1: You know, it would be fun. Let's just move. Let's move to like Australia or New Zealand. just, Go live somewhere else. Anyway, moving on. Let's do another yeah. story.
0: <laughs> so second story here is um, Jerry Falwell Jr. <laughs> Liberty University sued him over the affair with the pool boy. So according to Pink News, Liberty University is suing Jerry Falwell Jr. for $10 million, claiming he withheld scandalous information from trustees while negotiating a new contract for himself. So he was a key Trump ally. Okay. One of the most powerful figures in the evangelical movement. He was removed as the head of the powerful Christian University in August after he and his wife were accused of pursuing an improper relationship with a 20-year-old boy. Oh, wow. So, yeah, they sued him for breach of contract while he was in his post.
1: Okay. Um,
0: I, I love this here of how they described it in the suit. Mm-hmm. Falwell chose personal protection, the suit claims, by leading a scheme to cover up the illicit conduct. He did so despite knowing that infidelity, immodesty, and acceptance of a loose lifestyle would stand in stark contrast to the conduct expected of leaders at liberty. Isn't that a great way to describe it?
1: Yeah, so I'm confused um, about what this contract says and whether or not there would actually be a good defense because what he did wasn't illegal it was just against their personal values. So in the contract somewhere, it would have to say that he wouldn't ever do anything against their personal values, which would be a very broad thing to put in there. But I guess when they renegotiated the contract,
0: he deceived the board's executive committee into redesigning his contract to include a higher severance payout if okay. he resigned for good reason, or if Liberty terminated his contract without cause. Gotcha. So he said it was basically a safety valve if his support for Donald Trump proved damaging to the school's reputation. Uh, But I think probably the real reason why he negotiated that contract was, you know, if something like this happened, which he probably knew was going to eventually catch up with him someday here.
1: Right. That's so weird. And they're suing him. (laughs) Right. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. If I got sued for every person that I had an illicit affair with. (laughs) oh man coming up after the break how Chris Crocker is funding their transition the costs of competing on RuPaul's Drag Race glitter in your cereal along with our LGBT free zone moment of conclusion as Not Straight Cast continues after this
0: Want to support Not Straight Cast? Visit the notstraightcast.com slash store where you can get a Not Straight Cast t-shirt, hat, bag, coffee mug, and much, much more. Along with getting some snazzy merchandise, your purchase in the notstraightcast.com forward slash store also helps support the show. Once again, that's notstraightcast.com forward slash store. Welcome back to Not Straight Cast. Here's an interesting story. I know you're a big fan of NFTs, right? You're damn right I am, yeah. (laughs) So Chris Crocker, you know, Leave Britney Alone, is funding their transition through the $41,000 sale of Leave Britney Alone video.
1: Oh, wow. So what they took the original leave Brittany alone video and put it up online as an NFT.
0: Uh, Chris Crocker has sold the iconic piece of internet lore as an NFT, partially the fund, their transition.
1: That's so according awesome
0: to business insider in an auction that closed Monday night. Crocker fetched 18.69 Ether, the equivalent of more than $41,000 for the original clip of their plea that the paparazzi let pop star Britney Spears be. Speaking the business insider, Crocker explained that the proceeds from the cell will go towards taking care of their grandmother in addition to funding their gender-affirming care.
1: Oh, that's sweet. They're going to take care of their gram.
0: Yeah, this was new. I didn't realize that Chris Crocker is now transgender. Were I guess has always been transgender and just finally come out. Correct. Yeah. So Crocker spoke at length about their gender identity in a recent Instagram post where they shared some of their concerns around their gender presentation in their hometown of Bristol, Tennessee. I do feel like a woman on the inside. Crocker said, I've always been scared to do the baby steps very slowly. If I can't afford the full transition, my safety is really going to be a concern people are very backwards and already stick out for being feminine. So I've always thought if I'm going to do it and still be here and live around my family, I have to go all the way.
1: That's kind of sad. If you think about it, I, you know, they don't want to move away from their family. They want to be near their family, but the people that live in that area are going to be awful. Right? Yeah. Crocker
0: also, shared similar concerns regarding their work in the adult entertainment industry. As you probably know, Crocker produces and publishes adult content on early fans. Right. Uh, they said many factors such as my surroundings, what I do for work and other things are not ideal for me to transition until some situations change. I have to play the part of a male aesthetically until all my ducks are in a row. So, oh, wow. That was pretty impressive. That clip getting, you know, like gathering that much
1: money Yeah. So, and that I wouldn't have known this, but the article states it, that clip is 14 years old. It feels like it's not, but it is.
0: Yeah. And it just makes you realize, wow, I'm starting to get old once again.
1: Oh my God. We got (laughs) to We got to stop talking about age on this podcast. I'm going to get depressed.
0: So now we're going to talk about money.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That's yeah. That's much
0: better. So, according to an investigation by a Vice journalist who spoke to several former contestants of RuPaul's Drag Race, those queens spend anywhere from four thousand dollars on the low end to upwards of twenty thousand dollars on the higher end. Oh wow! Competing on the show, so Bob the drag queen told Vice, she did not spend a lot of money. In her opinion, she said realistically splashed around maybe three thousand dollars on Drag Race, an additional three thousand dollars on her two finale looks. She oh, wow. said, if I went back on Drag Race now, I'd probably be spending 20000 to $40,000. So, wow. However, the winner, they stand to make that all back and then some. So, you know, you get the cosmetics for a year, the $100,000 cash prize, the crown, the scepter. Uh, you also get uh, 5000 or $10,000 on All-Stars for winning weekly challenges. Right. So, I mean, the thing is, though, it's creating an unfair playing field for Queens. Do you yeah. remember that one drag uh, queen Joe? I believe his name was, Oh boy. Um, I'm not sure if I do that. or not. It was on the UK version. It was, um, they admitted that they were up on stage in H and M. Oh really? And RuPaul like basically went off. Oh wow. Joe and said that I don't want to see any effing H and M up here. Wow. So yeah, <laughs> But then RuPaul actually apologized, you know, cause it was just like, okay, that's a little tone deaf considering we just been through a pandemic for Christ's sakes. Yeah, I know. You right.
1: Know? So in order to win drag race, you have to spend the most money on your outfits instead of making them yourself, I guess. I don't know.
0: You know, it's just like, wow. I mean, that's an expensive hobby and that's the whole entire thing. It's kind of like the thing that's amazed me is some drag queens think, oh, we're going to make it big in the world. Yeah. And and you know for most drag queens if you're breaking even with what you're doing i think you're doing okay you know I mean
1: oh yeah no absolutely yeah
0: it's an expensive hobby you know and you're not going to become famous unless you get lucky you right know, or you have talent and business sense and you know and and there are some that have done it you know it's very rare though you know
1: yeah well just just getting on drag race is very very beneficial. First off, that one hundred thousand dollars and the year supply of Anastasia Beverly Hills uh, cosmetics; those aren't the only payouts. No. I, the drag queens get paid for their sequester and each episode that they're on, so they get a paycheck even if they don't win. Plus,
0: well, have you actually heard about like how much that actually is?
1: I no, not recently. It changes, but uh, at one point, I believe it was five thousand or five hundred dollars per day. Yeah, but also too. um, There's
0: other things there as well. There's a YouTube video out there that they that somebody actually found the contract that these queens have to sign. Oh yeah, the new contract. Yeah, yeah, and you're like literally signing your life away for a few years. But I think for if somebody wanted to do drag full time, it's a better option than not. You know, signing the contract. Even though you know it's gonna limit your possibilities there
1: well, I agree there are other benefits as well, for instance you even if you go out like with within the first like three people, you still get a huge bump on your social media, oh, yeah. thousands of new Twitter followers, thousands of new Facebook page followers, Instagram, all of that sort of stuff. And even though you're under contract with uh, world of wonder as your management company, there wasn't anything in the contract saying that you can't sell your own likeness. I, so you could go and. I would think though that world of wonder would want to cut of that though. Yeah, maybe, but you yeah. could go to Teespring and create, you <laughs> know, merch and make a ton of money that way. I, uh, you, but yeah, either way, it's, it's a good opportunity. I, if you don't want to do anything else for the next eight years.
0: Hmm. Yeah, true. I mean, but hey, the way I look at it is, is that, you know, you're kind of at least guaranteed somewhat of a career in drag. Yeah. As long as you play your cards right. You know, one thing that they could be is on like the cover of a box of cereal. Okay. Kind of like how like Wheaties does like the athletes. Yeah. So Kellogg's launching an LGBT themed cereal. So you can start your day with maximum gay. So the company teamed up with Glad they create a special cereal together with Pride, which oh, is like made of that.
1: rainbow heart shapes and yes, edible glitter. Damn, I don't know. I, I don't know about the edible glitter, but that box looks really really cool. I like that design.
0: <laughs>
1: Not that you can see it
0: in the podcast here, but look it up online. Yeah, look it up. Um, you got a minute? The Go ahead. Boxes will hit shelves this May, just in time for Pride Month and each one sold will donate $3 to GLAAD to support their efforts to accelerate LGBTQ plus That's awesome. However, <laughs> the 7.8-ounce boxes have a suggested retail price of around $4, and shoppers must upload a copy of their receipt to Kellogg's Family Rewards to support the donation.
1: Oh, nobody's going to do that.
0: Yeah, so GLAAD's going to make about $4, I think. Yeah. Oh. Damn so the features a variety of Roddy Kellogg's characters, Tony the Tiger, Snap, Crack, On Pop, Toucan, Sam, and the Frosted Mini Wheat to celebrate everyone having a seat at the breakfast table together. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is better than what they did before their last offering with special edition boxes. They were only available online and they cost $20. Oh, damn. Anyways.
1: Yeah. Yeah, so. You know what? Save yourself the diabetes. Just send Glad $4 instead of giving uh, Kellogg's uh, their money. This And a kitchen full of glitter, too. Yeah. so
0: (laughs) Because, you know, you would open up that box, it would explode, there'd be glitter everywhere.
1: Oh, my God. You know, a couple of episodes ago, we talked about the new gay Captain America, and I told you, you know, it's coming out during Pride Month. It's a limited run release. It sounds just like a cash grab to me. Mm -hmm. When you first started reading this story, I was like, well, that's fantastic. This doesn't feel like a cash grab because they're donating money to an organization that benefits the community but now when i find out you have to put in all this extra work in order for them to make the donation and you know nobody's gonna do that so now i'm officially labeling this as a cash grab as well right just send glad four bucks go to go to their website put in your your debit card number and type the number four
0: make a donation yes (laughs) and you know spend your money wisely there the question is: Is yeah. the cereal even any good? We'll find out, I guess, huh? I guess, or maybe so. not. I don't know. I mean, the box. If somebody sent me a box. I would eat it, but the no, box is, go is beautiful,
1: it. and it's beautiful that they've got all those different characters on there. I love the design of the letter. I love that Kellogg's is uh, in rainbow font. I, but now I but just don't half-ass the thing there. Actually, do it. Yeah, yeah right, you know, the important part about this entire story is the donation to GLAD. Mm-hmm. And that's just... Uh,
0: but here's the 20 hoops you have to jump through. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Uh, well, Jason, guess what time we've made it to? Well,
1: good, because if it's the moment of conclusion, I need it. I'm depressed now.
0: Nope, it's our new sportscast. <laughs> just
1: kidding. The non-straight cast moment of conclusion.
0: Yes, sir. So in today's moment of conclusion, a town declares itself LGBT free and becomes the laughingstock of Europe.
1: Please tell me that this article is going to cheer me up.
0: No. No, (laughs) I don't know. We'll find out here. I'll read it to you. So the mayor Krasnick said his Polish town has become a laughingstock of the world after declaring itself to be LGBT free. The counselors of the small, deeply religious and conservative town voted to symbolically rid their town of queer people in their allegedly insidious ideologies in 2019. But Mayor Wojciech Wilk told the New York Times, the move has resulted in the loss of millions and much needed financing for the town and made it a symbol of homophobia. We have become Europe's laughingstock. And its citizens, not only the local politicians, have suffered the most. So Krasnik made headlines earlier this year when local leaders turned away French um sorry, France's Minister for European Affairs, Clement Bion. Bion had come out as gay last year and vowed to visit an LGBT free town in a memorable speech. It was not pleased with being turned away on a fit on an official diplomatic visit. Oh wow. Yeah, Polish officials recently indicated to me that they weren't capable of planning this visit, and I profoundly regret it, he said at the time. It's a decision that I deplore. So, what's also happened with this town there is that they lost our partnerships. You know how, like, towns have partnerships with other towns? Sure, yeah. Yeah, they lost that. Uh, so, the town of France severed its partnership with the city. <laughs> uh, Norway stopped up to $10 million in possible financing projects in the town.
1: Wow. So how, how big is this town? It doesn't say here in the article. I really haven't looked at Oh, it, the it just says either. small, deeply yeah, religious. So, so it doesn't
0: say how many people, but just small. Okay. Mm-hmm. Bartosz Zawinski, he began taking pictures, realistic-looking LGBT-free signs. Oh, wow. Next to the official welcoming signs at the city limits. <laughs> Damn. So, uh, however, there are people that do support it. 73-year-old former construction worker Jan Chamara said that he would rather subsist on a diet of potatoes rather than repeal the LGBT free declaration for Krasnik I don't want their money. We will survive. So, however, the mayor wants the declaration repealed. He said, my position is clear. I want this resolution repealed
1: because it's harmful for the town and its inhabitants. Damn. So there's an entire officially homophobic town. Yes, there is. So Damn. Yeah, you know what's amazing, though?
0: But. Is that we've uh, gone through time here, you know, in something like that, maybe back in the 90s would have been, you know, OK. Oh, yeah. And maybe even celebrated by, you know, Democrats and Republicans. Yeah. <laughs> maybe Republicans more. I don't know.
1: We have definitely come a long way. And now it's completely flipped
0: the script that it's like, you know what? If you don't support LGBTQ rights, you're on the wrong side of history.
1: That's because we're awesome. Right? Right.
0: <laughs> so anyways that's going to go ahead and wrap it up here for this episode of Not Straightcast. Cast so go ahead and visit our website at notstraightcast.com where you can subscribe to us and uh, join us on Patreon, get early access to all our shows bonus shows and more um, you can also access us on Facebook and Twitter we have that Store, where you can save 15% with the code Jason until May 31st and uh, if you need to get access to all this here, just go to our website,
1: notstreetcast.com. Thanks for listening and supporting Not Straight Cast, and we'll talk to you next week. Have a good one.